You are listening to Critical Mass, coast-to-coast radio show, a national business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Coast to Coast Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from the experiences of our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on the show may be the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of the program. We delivered over 30,000 highly targeted sponsor impressions last month. To learn more, contact Rose Chamora at 951-515-4661. All right, let's turn our attention to our second guest, Dominic Alonji. Dominic, am I pronouncing your last name correctly? Yes, sir. All right, you are president of Pet Shield Pest Control, serving San Antonio and Austin, Texas. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Let's talk a little bit about your background, Dominic. How did you get into the pest control industry? How long have you been in it? What's a little bit about your background? Well, I'm you know was invited by my own father about twenty years ago to help him start a company in San Antonio, and I did that for a few years. Uh, his company got bought out and worked for another company for a couple of years, and that didn't work out too well. And I decided to start pest. Shield Pest Control, which is my company, uh, one of our companies, here in San Antonio about 15 years ago. And, um, you know, um, since I started as a one-man operation, and we are now the the second largest independent company in San Antonio um, in Austin, and we also uh, have a branch in Corpus Christi with about 50 employees. Wow. So... uh, so, I don't know. That's a little bit about me. Yeah, that's perfect. What what is the what has been the secret that a lot has allowed you to go from a one man operation to having multiple employees in various cities there in the great state of Texas? Well, I you know I had a desire to become a large you know successful outfit, and uh, you know I had some good training, of course, and you know my father is my mentor. His name is Don Alonji, and, you know, he was in the business for many years before me. And, uh, you know, I didn't get in the business so that I could just, you know, get by and hope for, you know, just to pay my bills and, you know, and, and hope for the best and, and just get, you know, and just make it. You know, I want to actually become a big brand. You know, I'm trying to brand my company as a very large outfit, which we've become, you know, not only in San Antonio, but Austin and Corpus Christi. But, uh, you know, we're trying to, you know, I'm trying, now trying to grow a company that's, you know, a big brand name, a household name, like a, you know, other large, you know, household names in the, in the pest control industry. Your industry is, uh, has, because I've had other business owners in various parts of the country who are in, who are in your space, and what I didn't realize, and maybe you can help me to understand if this meets with your experience, but um, your industry has been under a lot of changes relative to regulations and the chemical mixtures that you can use and what you can apply, and, and there's a lot of both restrictions, regulations, but also kind of science that goes behind the work that you do for your clients. Is that a fair assessment of your industry based on what I just said? Well, you know, I mean, uh, there's, yeah, 
I would say yes. I mean, the pest control industry is not as, you know, as easy and as simple as, you know, people might, you know, I mean, it can be, you know. I mean, it doesn't take much to start a pest control company if you want to be a one-man operator for the rest of your time. But but if you want to be a guardian of the environment, you know, and actually have thought and, you know, and care about, you know, what's happening to the environment as a result of the use of these pesticides that, you know, are out there, and um, and you think, on a larger scale like that, you know, um, and with the regards to the fact that, you know, of course we are regulated by the Texas Department of Agriculture and, you know, and it is a regulated industry. Um, there are actually people out there that do not have licenses, you know, and that don't practice the, you know, the use of the label and in, in the following of the label. It's a very restrictive uh, business when you do it properly, you know we we are binded by following the label, you know by the you know the products that we use, uh, and we cannot stray from that, not even one little bit. I mean, the label is the law is our is not just our motto, but it's any other company's motto that you know wants to you know do things the right way. So you know, and then yes, we could have an impact negatively on the environment or on people or uh, non-target animals. You know, if we don't follow the label and, and do things the right way. So, so when we talk about pest control in the cities that you your firm services, what type mm-hmm. what type of pest control are you focused on? Well, we are focused on any kind of pest that our customers encounter. So because of that, we have become a very diverse company over the years. And, um, you know, it started out as a, you know, we want to just make sure that our customers don't have roaches and ants and general pests and spiders and such. To uh, We've evolved into one of the largest rodent control companies, you know, large animal, live animal removal uh uh, lawn care, uh, mosquito control, whole city mosquito fogging, you know, and, and, you know, we also began as just a, you know, mostly, you know, period of a residential company, whereas now, you know, we service very, you know, large corporate entities, you know, in, you know, in and around the state, hospital systems, uh, sports arenas, just to name a couple, you know, so I hope I answered your question. Yeah, you're doing a great job, and I, I appreciate you being willing to share your vision with us. And I'm speaking with Dominic Alonji. He is president of Pest Shield Pest Control. And we're going to take our second, no, our third. Sorry, I got a little confused there. But my engineer is telling me it's time to take our next commercial break, Dominic. So when we come back, I'm going to continue to help or ask you to help us understand a little bit more about what it takes to be a success managing multiple locations because. Many of the CEOs and business owners that are listening know that to grow, you need to open up a second and third location, whether it's a restaurant or whatever type of business it is. And you know from direct experience that it's it's different when you're in a different city. And I'd like you to give us a little sure. bit of your experience. Okay, Dominic? Sure, I will. All right. Yeah, so no problem. Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back in three minutes with Dominic Alonji after these words from our commercial sponsors. There's something uniquely positive about the word up. When things are good, things are looking up. When you want to go fast, you speed up. And when you're really cheering, you stand up. So when you want to move up, what do you do? 
Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's degree or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up better than virtually everyone else, and that university is Brandman. Brandman University is ranked by U.S. News and World Report as one of the nation's top ten universities for online bachelor's programs, and it ranked best in the state of California. Brandman also received top honors from U.S. News and World Report for our online graduate programs in business and education. Plus, our programs are available on ground at more than 25 convenient campuses. So to wrap things up, we recommend you look us up at brandman.edu. That's brandman.edu, and find out how to move up like never before. Brandman University, move up. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. This is the sound of a flat-screen television hurled off a building. Now the new bike your kid wants. These are the things you could have all cast into oblivion, because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Use Energy Star light bulbs and appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Coast to Coast Radio Show. I am your host Rick Franci. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our show as a podcast. You've downloaded over eleven thousand shows during the last thirty days. We here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. All of our shows can be heard live here on radio station octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from Apple iTunes, Stitcher dot com, and other business oriented podcasting services. Our second guest on today's program is Dominic Alangi. He is president of Pest Shield Pest Control.、Uh, he has offices and locations in multiple cities in the great state of Texas, and that's one of the things that I wanted to ask you about, Dominic. Can you help our audience learn from your experience of scaling the business from San Antonio into Austin, and and as you continue to expand, what's different when you have businesses that are in different physical locations, not not only different cities in the same state? Well, <clears throat> I will、uh, now. Of course, our locations are in Texas. Excuse me, and、uh, so we have not ventured off into a different state. You know, there's different regulatory things that you have to follow. You know, in different states. However, you know, everything's the same in Texas in regards to licensing and labeling and so on and so forth. But I can tell you, you know, I, the one thing that I did when I I kind of put the cart before the horse, and I don't mind saying, you know, and I would, you know, and when I went to Corpus Christi, because we service Austin, we only have two actual physical locations. One's in San Antonio, our main, our main corporate office, and we service Austin from San Antonio. And then we have a physical location in Corpus, in, actually in Rockport, in which we service Corpus Christi and on the entire coastal area. Now, what I did was I went and sold a large account down in Corpus Christi, and.、Um, And because of that, I went on the lookout for a company for sale. So the only, all the business that we have grown has been natural, and、uh, just by you know hard work. Now we bought a small company down in the Rockport area in June of last year. 
So, like I said, we went down, got an account. We're killing ourselves trying to service it from here, and uh, wound up, you know, finding and, and finding a location that was saleable. You know, that was that was that was that we were interested in buying. We did it, and uh, again, you know, you, you hear this, and, and I would warn anybody that uh, that looking to do this kind of thing. You know, we did our due diligence, okay. But uh, you just can never almost do enough due diligence, you know, on any kind of a company like that, you know, when you're buying somebody else's headache. So um, now, fortunately, things are working out for the most part the way that we had hoped, regardless of the due diligence that we did and the type of company and the, the, the other companies outtake on things, I guess. Uh, so, I mean, so, so far it's working out. And and, uh, and it will work out, but uh, you know it's it's been a challenge. Um, in fact, I just got back from there this afternoon. Just drove in just a few minutes ago, and um, you know I I didn't intend upon having to drive back and forth. You know during you know this this um, beginning, of course, right, but right. but it's it's turning out to be a little more cumbersome from, um, on the behalf of myself. You know, I mean, I've got to put a little bit more into it than I had originally anticipated, which is, of course, detracting from my main operation in San Antonio and Austin. So, but in the in the grand scheme of things, I believe it's going to turn out to be a, a really good venture for our company. Thank you for that, and thank you for being totally candid and honest. That's really powerful that you are sharing with us the truth about your business and, and not attempting to present something that isn't factual. So I really... I commend you for that. That's a great quality. And I'd like to thank Peter Broiler of Renaissance Executive Forums in San Antonio for suggesting you and your firm to be here on the radio program. You know, I'd like to circle back a little bit because you said something earlier that I didn't really get a chance to have a follow-up question for, but the engineer and I were talking about it during the last commercial break. You mentioned the term, and I want to say you said stewards of the environment, which we both found to be very powerful can you share a little bit about, because, you know, I think many times regulations are well-intended. They're there for the right reasons, but sometimes we can, as entrepreneurs, find them to be somewhat limiting or maybe um, disadvantage the business. But from your firm's perspective, uh, how do you view, you know, the regulations yeah. and the responsibility that you and your, your people have for not only doing a good job, but also, you know, leaving a positive footprint on the work that you've done for the environment? Sure. Well, I don't mind answering that. I, uh, you know, it's the way that I was taught. Number one, number two, it's it's the right thing to do because you know, I mean, these men, these chemicals that are released to the marketplace for pest pest control operators to utilize are 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 released. You know, after years and years and years of group, uh, you know, being you know. Uh, just put under a microscope by the Environmental Protection Agency. But a lot of people don't understand it takes 10 or 15 or even 20 years for a chemical once it's introduced to the Environmental Protection Agency to be released for use as a pesticide. So after all that's been done for someone like me or to to go out and misapplicate the you know pesticide you know after it's been scrupulated by you know a company, you know an agency that you know wants to protect us as individuals or as consumers to do anything other than what the label says would be just it, uh, unconscionable you know you know by by my employees or me so you know it is not tolerated the label is the law 
um, the old theory, you know, another dab, and if, if it works like this, then another dab might be even better. But <laughs> never, never, ever, ever, ever do that under any circumstances. It, that's not the case. In fact, it could have a negative reaction to the insect that we're trying to, you know, get under control, as well as potentially harm an animal, a non-target animal. And when I mean that, and when I say that, we don't ever have to worry about harming somebody's pet. I mean, we don't have to worry about harming a child or a, or another person uh, because we only follow what the EPA says that we can do with that pesticide. And so long as we always do that, there's, it's impossible for us to harm someone else other than a small, tiny insect. Mm-hmm. It's just not possible. So it's, it's extremely important, and that's the message that we, you know, convey to our employees and to our people and to our, you know, our, our customers. Uh, it's important, you know. We have people that literally will ask us, "Can't you make it stronger?" Can't you know? No, we can't. We, you know, but however, we can look at things from a different perspective, and we can do things that will help get this under control. But no, we cannot make anything stronger. We use everything to the label. And exactly, you know, the strength, the, the strongest label, the strongest label rate that uh, possible. So, you know, we don't deviate from that, not one bit. So I'm sure you have the you, you talked about the range of the type of pests control that you and your firm kind of are, are qualified to uh, remediate and to exterminate, if you will. Uh, I'm wondering mm-hmm. in the in in Texas, how big of a problem are are scorpions a problem, and if so, how big of a problem yeah. are scorpions? In fact, um, they're especially in the in the San Antonio and Austin area. They're in anything in and around the, uh, you know, the 1604, the, you know, the outer areas of those, you know, municipalities. They're a major problem. It's something we've battled for many, many years. And uh, they're, you know, of course, what people just don't want to accept is that, you know, of course, scorpions were here for a long time, a lot longer than we were. You know, and you're building houses here, scraping land where they've lived for thousands of years. And uh, anyways, I mean... When the house is built, and as long as it's uh, built properly, which most of them are, and uh, you know, and you hire and you hire an, uh, a professional outfit such as you know our company, Pest Shield, of course, they can be controlled. You know, but they are an issue. They are definitely a big issue here, in, uh, residentially particularly. Sounds like they're more of an issue in San Antonio, Austin, maybe than in the Corpus Christi yeah. area. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, we got some in Corpus. It's just that we don't have as many customers in Corpus yet. So, okay. Um, I believe that you know they're yeah they they are a it, not so much in the Corpus uh, you know proper um, because it's a very built up older area of the state. But when you get outside of uh, Corpus into the, you know, into the Rockport area or, the, you know, the coastal, you know, the areas that are being redeveloped and newly developed, any develop, newly developed areas in Texas pretty much are running into scorpions. So, and that, that's, that's, that's what the, the issue with scorpions are. It's pretty much you're just taking over their land and they're not, they're not going away without a fight. Exactly. So. They're, they're, they're a hardy breed. Yeah. So I can see that. Yeah. I'm speaking with Dominic Awanji. He's the president of Pet Shield Pest Control. If someone listening to our show today would like to learn more about your firm, how do they find you online? What's your website, Dominic? It's Pet Shield. That's Pest Shield. PC.com. So that's Pest Shield and then PC like Pest Control.com. 
Well, I've enjoyed learning from you and hearing about how you're growing your business. I appreciate Peter Broiler suggesting that we have you on the show to talk about growth and some of the things that we've covered. And I want to welcome you to our community and thank you for being a friend of Renaissance Executive Forums and Critical Mass Radio Show. For sure. Well, thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. It was our pleasure. Have a good day. Okay, you too. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed the show. You know, our goal is to help you improve your decision-making skills by interviewing CEOs running middle market firms throughout North America. I'd like to thank our business partners, Renaissance Executive Forums, in particular Joe Carey and Peter Broiler. Joe Carey's in Virginia and Peter Broiler's in San Antonio, Texas area, who brought us the two guests that we interviewed on the radio show today. Renaissance Executive Forums is an international organization, and they're committed to helping members take their businesses to the next level. If you'd like to learn more about Renaissance Executive Forums, then visit their website, executiveforums, F-O-R-U-M-S dot com. This show was brought to you by our advertising sponsors, Brandman University, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, Succession Strategies, and Center Club, a member of Club Corp. Our engineer for today's show is Paul Roberts. Crystal Nunley is our producer. Guest coordinator is Kathleen Shepard. Our social media manager is Asia Celestino. Our live events coordinator is Melissa Pedanti. And tomorrow is our first Final Fridays live from Brandman University, where we're doing a 90-minute radio show with an audience from Brandman University in Irvine, California. If you're in Southern California, there's still time to register from our website, criticalmass4forbusiness.com. Our VP of Sales is Rose Jamora, and I'm your host, Rick Franzi. Until the next show, I hope that all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You've been listening to Critical Mass Coast to Coast Radio Show, business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.